Welcome to the Metaversible Podcast, chronicling the journey of reaching the metaverse through blockchain, digital art, and virtual reality. Welcome back to the Metaversible Podcast, where we explore the art and the science of the metaverse, this digital world in which we live in. Again, I am one of your hosts, Chris Cochran, and as always, I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Ron Eddings. So glad to be back in the metaverse. And we're about to take another red pill and dive right in. Who do we have with us today, Ron? Our guest today is Kay. Kay is a digital marketing manager at Olaplex and is also working towards empowering creators and collectors on the Solana blockchain by way of minting, discovering, and selling NFTs. Kay is also the founder of Women in NFTs Discord server, and it actually has more than 800 women in it helping empower even the next wave of collectors and enthusiasts, experts on the blockchain. I really appreciate all the work that you do, Kay. And it was also great meeting you in New York a few months ago. But welcome to the metaverse. Thank you, guys. I'm ready to take a red pill with you guys and, and <laughs> jump right in. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we met outside of a party, just happenstance. We just got to talk in and we heard about your position at Olaplex. And we said, well, we have to have you on the podcast because it sounds like you are in the thick of this world that everybody is going crazy about. So what was that entrance into the metaverse for you? How did that process begin? And what are you doing today? Yeah, absolutely. That is such a long-winded question. Um, but um, starting into the NFT world, I will say I knew nothing about crypto and NFTs before last summer. I think the only thing that I knew about crypto is that Dogecoin existed and that was a thing that people were doing. And I was like, huh, I need to figure out what this is. So I, I was vaguely familiar with Bitcoin and all of the you know more uh, DeFi type stuff, and working at a venture technology company, and our CRO at the time, he still is advising for Solana. So there was a connection there. He knew so much about the NFT space and crypto, and we he came up with this idea for Olaplex, and we started working on it part time, kind of in addition to our client work that we were already doing, and we released beta, and it blew up and it's just so amazing like this this space that we are living in today <laughs> and we quickly realized that oh this this needs to be a, a a whole thing and we got moved over to Olaplex and just really grateful for that team and we're I think at 15 people now in our team which is amazing we started with six so it's been quite a journey. We officially became a company back in October, raised $6 million, and we're working it. I'm glad to know that me and Chris aren't the only people learning on the fly. It sounds like you've really just jumped right into the deep end and started to accumulate this knowledge on the world of the metaverse and cryptocurrencies and even NFTs. What were some of the surprises that you learned along the way? Like what has really stood out to you so far on this journey that you're in? Coming from a marketing perspective and kind of what I've been working on in the space, it's 
very interesting, this whole concept of people building in public. It's something that from my perspective, I had to get used to from a marketing perspective. And I mean, traditional marketing initiatives don't apply really to crypto and NFT is, you know, all the email campaigns that we used to do everything in web too. So it's been a very educational journey for me. And I've learned so much from a marketing side that you just like, can't learn anywhere other than just being in the thick of it on Twitter. So it's been it's been an interesting experience from that perspective. So let's dive a little bit into that, because that is an interesting insight that it is a little bit different than Web2, because we have a little bit of a marketing background ourselves. So how do you feel? Is there a difference between the Web2 and Web3 marketing? What have you found to work and what are some of the misses that you've had along the way? Yeah, absolutely. I can talk about it from a social media perspective is mostly what I focus on. And obviously, we know that crypto is the crux, you know, the place that we all live 24-7 within the crypto world. Uh, Discord, Twitter have been the two main platforms that we focused on, which have not been platforms that I've focused on marketing initiatives on in the past. It's mostly been Facebook and Instagram with Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and that more traditional route there, a little bit of TikTok, which we're, we're trying out at, at this stage, but Twitter and Discord were very unfamiliar to me at the time I took, I took this job and it was a, definitely a learning experience from then. And for some things that have worked, I would say the number one thing, and this is the buzzword that we hear everywhere, is just community mm-hmm. and community building being the primary objective of your marketing strategy. And there's a couple of different ways to doing this. I mean, I think the the basic thing to know is just to be the more you're on Twitter and the more you're on Discord, the more engaged your community is going to be. So there's definitely a huge amount of, you know, effort and genuine effort, you know, no bots and, you know, being an actual human being and really storytelling, depending on what your project is coming from um, people we help a lot are independent artists or um, DAOs type of um, from that perspective. And for marketing one-on-one art, for example, there's so much storytelling that goes behind that. And really not just telling the story behind your art, but telling your story as a human to the community, because it's really interesting in this like whole world that we live in. It's very private. There's a lot of people who aren't doxxed. People like to stay anonymous. Um, but it also makes the community very personal and crave that personal human interaction that might be missing from that part of the spectrum. So keeping all of that in mind when marketing yourself and marketing your product, whatever it may be, is super, super important. This is actually really helpful. And I'm sure this could help an artist, especially an artist that doesn't have the programming chops or a team around them to help launch their NFT project. But you know, you're describing some of these other elements that people can really harness to tell their story or tell the story of their art. What has been an example? Have you seen an artist really come at this thing solo when it comes to selling NFTs and be able to tell a great story? What were some of the attributes there if there is an example? Yeah, absolutely. There are two artists that stand out to me when 
you asked that question are um, Pink Skull Queen on Twitter and Kid on the Phoenix also on Twitter. Pink, she was an OG artist with us at Olaplex and she did an amazing job telling her story. She is now full-time creating NFTs. That's her her full-time job and sole job. And it's been amazing to watch her journey coming from kind of background perspective and just watching her evolve. She is such an amazing creator and she tells her story very well through her art. She's also very engaged with the community. She does such a great job on that front and has a great story. Kid on the Phoenix also has a great story. He, you know, came from a pretty bad place before NFTs and he used the NFT world to really give himself a second coming, if you will. And he it's just so inspiring to hear him talk. And he is constantly on Twitter spaces. He's constantly involved with the community and is always telling that story through his art and also uses his art to give back to the community, which is also very important. So yeah, definitely check them both out on Twitter. They're both amazing people, put out amazing art. And yeah. I think you nailed it both from the marketing and the community perspective. I'm going to throw a term out there. It seems like Twitter's really good for top of funnel. Yeah, I know my marketing term's really good for getting that exposure <laughs> out there for folks. Uh, but one thing that is really good in the Web3 space, and you nailed it, is that Discord and being able to cultivate the community. Is there any story that comes to the top of your mind when it comes to seeing just how close we can bond, even through just things like chat, through things like Discord? Is there a story that stands out to you? Oh, absolutely. There are so many stories. And Discord, definitely, I see artists all the time connect on Discord and decide to do projects together in collaboration. And it's always amazing to see that specifically for Twitter spaces as well. There are so many amazing connections and talks that happen on Twitter. And one one stands out to me, there was this artist, Valentine who was having a hard time selling his art, and he was getting really frustrated about to give up. And he hopped in one of our spaces and one of our amazing BD guy, Ryan, he is incredible. He was like, hey, this is, a, this is insane. Like, how come you're not getting the attention that you deserve? And he bought a piece, tweeted about it. It ricocheted. A bunch of collectors in the community bought his pieces. He sold out. Biggest sales he's ever gotten. And he has been consistently selling since this day and is one of the top creators on Olaplex now. So it just goes to show like the more that you're in it and just talking to people, you just never know what's going to happen. So I got to be honest, you know, we said a lot of keywords here about marketing. We said Twitter, we said Discord, we said Clubhouse, but we did not say podcasts. Where do you think podcasts fit into this future? I think like more and more people are going down the route of starting podcasts. But with podcasts, is more one way. We don't get that clubhouse discussion where we get to bring people onto the stage. How would you suggest podcasters stay in the circle of these NFT artists, these people that are also very excited about cryptocurrencies and the blockchain? What are some things there, Kay? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think podcasts are absolutely so necessary for our community from a a perspective of education and value. A lot of people, me included, listen to podcasts while I'm doing work just to, you know, gain value when when I can. And I'm 
always doing that, whether it be on a car ride home or, you know, in the shower, wherever I may be. Um, and especially I think in this community, people are always constantly learning and like hungry to learn. And podcasts are a great, great resource for that. I think the key to podcasts, staying up to date and being in time with the trends is just the really important factor there. So when we talk about marketing, it sounds like that it's very, very different from the original marketing roles that we've seen. Do you think there's going to be a space where you have job recs that are looking specifically for folks with experience in marketing in the NFT space and the Web3 space? I would hope so, because the people who are doing marketing in Web3 are super innovative people. You know, I... It, we we are constantly trying new things in marketing and i think it's it's been really fun from that perspective to you know see really what works for you you're going from a blank slate so testing things out and tracking the metrics to really see what is putting the most impact on there is so much value i think from web3 marketers that are obtaining this new knowledge that would go towards other jobs, any other job in Web3 or Web2 or any other corporate kind of jobs. I think there's a lot of things that can be taken away from this experience that would benefit other projects. That's so true, especially when you think of just Discord as a whole. Discord is uh, not only a place where you can build a community or, or a set of communities. It's also a place that has one point of entry compared to slack especially slack has you have to maintain multiple logins for each slack community that you're in but with discord it's almost like cross compatible where you can use your same username join another discord server and and keep it moving with this new structure of communication also comes this new structure of employment what has it been like working for a web3 first company what are the differences in the structure of an organization? Is it even an organization or is it something like a DAO? What, is, what has been your experience so far with it? Yeah, absolutely. I love talking about this subject. So being from a venture technology company before this and the Web2 focus, I also really, really loved that job. But of course, with the Web3, there's so much curiosity and there's just unlimited places to grow. And the unknown is also kind of exciting from a work perspective. And it's just something new every day. And you're constantly learning, which is what I love. And I will say that I am so thankful for the team that I am in because everybody has that same mindset. Everybody at Olaplex is very entrepreneurial and everybody is just so humble and kind. And I feel very, very lucky to be working with these amazing, incredible, talented humans. And we are official company and we are continuously growing and no idea where it's going to go in 2022, but excited to see where, where it does go. One thing that's sort of on the less than positive side of even the marketing side of NFTs is that you have a lot of scammers. There are quite a few discords that I've been in where I've been messaged, like quote unquote messaged by some of the project leads like, hey, click here to, to verify or click here for pre-mint. And it makes marketing kind of difficult because now you have a lot of people in the discord that are very suspicious of links, very suspicious of call to actions. 
How do you combat this or even kind of go along with this new structure of how business is done with all the, the fraud that happens? Yeah, absolutely. That is a great question. And there's just there's a huge education standpoint for new people coming into the blockchain that needs to be emphasized on security and keeping their wallets safe and keeping their currency safe, whatever blockchain you may be on. There's scam everywhere. I, I, I know myself was very innocent coming into this space and had no idea what to expect. So there was a lot of personal research that I had to do on that front to make sure that I was prepared for situations that might arise for that and should continue to be hammered home in our community and should be a top funnel conversation. Because I agree, it's it is very unfortunate, but just a side effect of decentralization that needs to be educated to the community. You know, I've been asking most of our guests this question, I, I thought you'd be a great person to ask this to. And now that you're immersed into this new world and, you know, we're still learning a lot on our side, what is the use case or what is the feature of Web3 or blockchain that you're most excited about that you think would change your life? That's a great question. I think decentralization in general is going to take all projects, no matter who you are, to new heights. What I'm really ex excited about is to see how the art market now changes with this new world that we live in and the initiatives changing. Because from you know just what I've heard from one-on-one -on -one artists, this changes the game as far as ownership, as far as royalties, and can create a different psychology and mindset to all types of different art. And we're going to see artists who are able to actually do what they love full time and have less of that struggling artist philosophy that if you do art or any creation, really, that you have to struggle to get to success. And I think that there is a lot of that in Web3. Of course, you have to work hard to build your brand and your community, but there's more hope in that aspect that Web3 brings. So I'm really excited about that. One thing I'm super excited about is the fact that you are focused on representation in this NFT space. There's so much opportunity to be had, and you are really focused on ushering in powerful women into the space. You have to tell us a little bit about how that group got started. How is it looking today and some of the, the challenges and successes that you've had along the way? Yes, absolutely. I am very, very passionate about women and NFTs. When I first came into the space, I was the only woman on my team. And again, very new to crypto, didn't really know much and didn't feel like I could find my people. You know, I couldn't, it was hard for me to find other women, LGBTQ plus people in the community that I felt like I could interact with and talk to. There's a lot of this bro mentality that we see in the crypto space, which I love too. And I'm a hundred percent like, that's that's cool as well. But I know a lot of people were missing a space where maybe that wasn't so ever present. So I started the Discord just on a whim, just because I was like one day just, oh, I'm going to make this for myself. If other people like want to come in and like do this with me, like that's cool. And it blew up and I was not prepared for it in the best way possible. Um, I was able to get a couple other amazing females on board to be admins with me and work through the the different challenges that it did present. Well, the biggest thing that we had an issue with was just confirming 
that these were actually women and LGBTQ plus people in the community as everybody is not doxxed. So it's a delicate balance of keeping people safe and keeping that, that boundary up for people who need that, but also keeping it a safe space for those individuals. So we started out with a Google form and there was so much demand that things just got lost. So we upgraded the server and found um, a good verification spot there. And we change our image every week for people to verify us. So they have to send us their Twitter. They have to send us their Discord and tell us how they found the server and tell us what the image is, which we change every week. Sometimes it's face rollers, other feminine related photos, kind of keeps it fun as well, but just, you know, keeps the community safe there. Oh, okay. So it, it sounds like it, it's going to be a lot of work to ke- continue this, you know, this verification step or process as you go forward. It also makes me think of like crypto as a whole. There's a lot of reasons why we would want people to somewhat dox themselves, but also a lot of reason against that. So how do you anticipate going forward as, you know, this 800, this group of 800 goes into a group of 16,000? Yeah, actually, there's there's 1,000 plus people in the server now is the newest update. Okay. So <laughs> we're definitely <laughs> growing. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel very, very thankful for the admins that we have in the server. Everybody is always dedicating time to verifying people for the server, getting them in. And you know, there's still like a very low percentage of females within the space. And it, that's definitely a problem that you know, we're going to have to tackle in the future is making sure that everybody who wants to get in does get verified and it's a smooth process. But as of right now, it seems what we're doing is working pretty well. Incredible. So with all of the time that you've spent in Web3 so far, what do you hope your legacy is in this new world? Because we're very, very early on and it's the early folks that get to dictate what the future looks like. So what do you hope to be able to usher in with this new movement? That's a very deep question. I think from a general perspective, I just really hope that I, you know, am able to help as many people as I can, you know, get people into doing this full time, getting them steady incomes and feeling, helping people feel connected to this space and feeling like they have a place where they can go, where they can communicate with others and feel safe. And that's really been my greatest, you know, efforts with the women in NFTs movement as well. Awesome, Kay. It was so good to get on the mics and catch up with you. Uh, For the folks that want to stay up to date with you, the great things that you're doing in the Web3 space, what are the best ways that people can do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, definitely follow me on Twitter. It's at it's so ITS underscore K K A Y K. And you can catch up with me there. My discord name is also KK hop in the Olaplex discord hop in the women in NFTs discord and keep up with me there. Yes, highly encourage everyone to jump on those discords and follow K. We will be sure to drop your resources along with social media into the show notes for everyone to check out. Really appreciate the time. Thank you again. And we'll see everyone next time in the metaverse.